Hey, Sea of Red, Raja here with a special announcement. I'm a brand ambassador for SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a mobile app that literally lets you buy tickets in the easiest way possible. I think their tagline is that they take the confusion out of buying tickets. Something like that. Use the promo code CFT to get $20 off of your first SeatGeek order. I'm talking sporting events, concerts. Remember, the promo code is C of T. Share it around, tell your friends, and go Flames Go. That ugly cat, is his name Hunter? Baby, let me ask you something. Is you down as Can I just ask when when was the last time you actually felt a rivalry with the Canucks? Like on ice, not fan-wise. On ice, probably the bench brawl, right? And what what year was that? 2013, 14. Yeah. During that that, that was a rivalry right there. Like you saw that and I mean like, for me, and this is me personally, uh, I stopped hating the Canucks the second they got rid of the Sedin era. So yeah, Sedin, Burroughs, like Bieksa, Kessler, Kessler yeah. Uh, just, just a bunch of shit disturbers with two sisters. It was great. Like just, uh, just I, I hated, like I hated that era of the Vancouver Canucks. They, like that was the real rivalry for me growing up. Oh. Since 2015, there has not been a rivalry between the Vancouver Canucks and the Calgary Flames. I don't care what, how you see it, but since that series ended in 2015, which we won, by the way, I don't actually, I never once felt the sense of animosity that we used to have in terms of a rivalry. No. In terms of on-ice play. Like, you take a look at, I guess, you can talk about, you know, 
starting in the early 80s up until even 04, you can say there was a pretty big rivalry. Why? Because we were seeing them in the playoffs. Yeah. But, yeah. but like since then, like since 2015, the there's Vancouver been nothing. Canucks just, yeah. No. To me, a rivalry doesn't get constituted unless both teams are actually good. Yeah. Um, or actually means something. Exactly. And yeah. like, you know, speaking of, I guess, all-time records, considering that the only thing that they're able to throw at us this season is the whole 7-1 thing. Like, okay, congratulations, you won a special teams battle. What? Yeah, then how does that game affect our season or help? Right, it doesn't. Like, I'm sorry, we're sitting comfortably in first. and You're five points out of a, a wild card and seven points out of third last time I checked. So you might want to yip it down a bit bruce there isn't i guess like what <laughs> i mean they expected it though and they should have because the comment section after <laughs> after <laughs> one was ridiculous like i mean oh, yeah. we had people in there saying that this team is a joke you're you're never gonna beat us blah 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 I mean, I, I did see a couple Canucks fans in the comment section last night that were, like, pretty level-headed, and they're like, yep, we had this one coming for us. So like, we should have seen this one coming. And, what not? like, I'm friends with a few Canucks fans. I don't hate Canucks fans, and I don't hate the Canucks. I genuinely <laughs> don't. My two, the, the two teams I actually hate are the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks. That's it. Yep. That's it. I don't have a hatred for any other team in the league. Seriously. Yeah. You take a look at, I guess, all time, just so we're clear. Uh, all time series, Calgary takes that. The regular season series, and this is out of 293 meetings in total. Regular season series, Calgary takes it. Postseason results, Calgary takes it. You get the trend here that it's where we're better. Like, that's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> just like, like, I'm sorry, but the, there's no rivalry. And if Canucks fans want to keep talking, you're allowed to. Even I posted that joke on the Instagram yesterday, this thing I recorded making fun of Chase Claypool. I was like, okay, softies, this is me making fun of Chase, not your fan base. Yeah. Relax. But yeah. if you're really pissed about it, there's a really good city that you might want to consider burning down again like that's all i'm saying <laughs> like what like just, just quit it like there's no rivalry i don't and, uh, have any animosity towards the vancouver canucks whatsoever and i actually like a lot of the players in the vancouver canucks i have quinn hughes on my fantasy team yeah no yeah i mean i i like garland and i mean i, I guess that's forgot garland i know i i wish the flames <laughs> to get but he hasn't been everything yeah yeah um but yeah just to preface that aside uh i don't hate the vancouver canucks do you hate the vancouver canucks noah no i don't hate the vancouver canucks i just hate some of their fans exactly so you heard it here first there is no rivalry so if you want to come in and message us seven one in a game when you had three power play goals one shorthanded goal and a penalty shot goal 
congratulations. You won a special teams battle. Go to bed. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's all there is to be said. Literally. Anyways, so let's talk about us. We had, a, I guess, a pretty interesting week. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't our best, but I mean, still can't <laughs> complain about it. Um, so Colorado, I just want to say, whoever created the schedule and said, oh, it'll be a good idea if the Flames play a back-to-back with the fifth game of the week. With travel. With travel. Yeah. Yeah. What? Like, who? Like, okay, genius. Like, great scheduling. But, wow. I don't even, like, okay. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, but we got shot out and stuff. It's like, so? Gutsy effort. It was. We put 46 shots on goal. Darcy Kemper was a. Exactly. Like, just gutsy gutsy effort it's the fifth game of the week and it's a back-to-back against the best team in the league with travel Um, yeah would travel on their turf and like we pushed like crazy in that we did we did like they didn't pull over and die They, they pushed and they tried to make that a game and darcy kemper was great um you put four to six shots on net. I mean, it's a really good effort against a really good hockey team. Exactly. Like, you take a look at, I guess, five-on-five metrics that night. Shot attempts were even at 63 between us and the abs. Scoring chances, we were in favor, 27 to 22. High dangers were 12 to 5 in favor of the Flames. Yep. Expected goals, 2.38 versus 1.92. Like, come on. Like, you can't be mad whatsoever about a loss like that. This team hasn't really given us much of a reason to be mad all year. Uh, and you feel that even more now with the boost in the roster. Yep, and for sure. Like, just wow. I, we're, we have four guys who are, hit, who are you know, 30-plus goal scorers on our team. Here's something interesting. So, Lindholm, Manjapani, Kachuk, Goudreau, right? The last Flames team with four 30-plus goal scorers, that was the 93-94 season. Wow. Roberts, Fleury, Reichel, Neuendijk. Wow. Like, that's that's crazy. That is crazy. I Um, mean... All four of them are just having great years. I mean, even in that game, like McKinnon got the one halfway through the first and you kind of felt the momentum shift. Like McKinnon was on his, his takeover mode on Sunday night. Like he wasn't yeah. losing the game um, on the power play. Wicked shot. I mean, do you really stand a chance? And then I thought the Flames pushed pretty good after they let that goal in. And uh, like I said, again, Darcy Kemper was a wall, and he really locked it down for them on the back end. So, 100%. Like, I I don't know how people could have walked out of watching that Colorado game and been like, oh, boo, this was terrible. We played like – it's like, okay, no, we played – like, give me one game where even when we lost, 
that we didn't force our opponent to actually work for the W. Yeah. Like, seriously, this is, that was some, that was a very gutsy ass effort in a very condensed timeline. And they were exhausted. They really were. Like they were they exhausted were. and they played that way. <laughs> well, yeah, they had the five o'clock start against Detroit, right? Yeah. And as soon as that game finishes on Saturday, you are on the plane and you are flying to Denver. And weren't they delayed? Uh, something like that. Yeah. I don't think they got in until like two or two or three in the morning. Like crazy. Just, yeah. I love this team. Oh my God. Just crazy. And then, and then we thumped the Devils. Six yeah. That was a uh-huh. uh, fourth line was buzzing, buzzing. You witnessed a Brett Ritchie goal live. I, I was there in the flesh for Brett Ritchie's one and only goal this year. What a snipe, too. Like, just an absolute laser. Get the puck at the top of the circle and just turn and rip it, Brett. <laughs> God bless Brett Ritchie, dude. Oh, my God. He takes so much shit from our fan base. Oh, my goodness. Um, Yeah, so Brett Ritchie with his first from Dubé and Shillington. And then Manji hits 30 from Tanev and Tov. Um, I guess we should also talk about how Dylan Dubé sniped a pretty nice one. Yeah, he came Uh, in off the – I mean, he came in with speed, too. He was flying. And that's his best attribute. When he's yep. skating and he's rolling, he's actually like it just that was literally like a photo photocopy version of what we saw him do in the bubble. Oh yeah. And yeah, like just when he uses his speed, he's going crazy. He is, yeah. I mean, it was a great pass from Chucky to catch him coming up the wing. And yeah, he burned his defender. A nice shot, low glove. I mean, if he can do that consistently, like he's going to be a very good player in this league. And the thing that's like crazy about Dubé too, kind of want to talk about him for a bit, just because like, I get that his point production isn't, his point totals this season aren't reflective of the way that he's driving play. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. You take a look at his charts. Dubé's been fine this year. He's been having a really weird year in the sense that he hasn't had any, anything go in for him. He's uh, not getting any. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that he's not generating. It's, I don't know. He's got some sort of hex on him on the score sheet this year, but his, analytics and charts and his play driving ability have been fine yeah um anyways so that was from chucky and hanny and then chucky scores from gutty (laughs) makes it four two and then uh so i was about to post a poll that day like literally i was like who's gonna get the 10 goals first luch bax Monty, or ruzichka and i was gonna post it then i was like you know what no because ruzichka got sent down and all that sort of thing like i'm not gonna i whatever like poll idea got scrapped well luch scored his 10th <laughs> and i it. yeah um we were grabbing beers when luch scored his 10th i mean we like we were both pissed even though it was maybe the ugliest goal the flames have scored all year but 
but it's a loose goal and uh you can't be missing those so <laughs> i like i'm at the point where it's like as long as it goes in like i don't care like to me the greasiest goal we've scored this year is still the coleman one against detroit where he dead ass like pointed at it like it's in i use my face guys it's in <laughs> i get uh, I just want to talk, uh, go back to the first period. That Dawson Mercer goal, holy crap, what thought. Oh, my God. Like, the whole dome just went quiet, and everybody, like, looked around. Like, did he really just do that? Like, like wick, right past the ear of Markstrom, like, right under the crossbar. That shot was beautiful. The Devils have a bright future. That's all I'm going to say. They really do. Like, if they can pull more, like – good depth pieces and veteran guys in there that like know how to slow down the pace of the game and play the long game. They are going to be so good. Isn't it funny how people were calling Jack Hughes a bust when he was four months out of high school? Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, I know. What a joke. Anyway, then Johnny set, sealed that in with an empty air, little tic-tac-toe from the top line. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, the Devils had a good push late in the third. I I was sitting on the edge of my seat for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I I was like, we need to get an empty netter here or else this could get a little scary. And, yeah, the top line gets the puck, breaks it out of the zone, tic-tac-toe, back in the net. Send the Devils home. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just want to point out Shillington and Tanev had one of the highest expected goals metrics from a d pair that night wow like literally 90 <laughs> like they came to play and wow i mean i mean how how could they not shillington comes back after you know missing two games with a lower body injury and he just comes in absolute bodies he had the highest expected goals out of the individual player roster as well <laughs> um just like the deserve to win meter. 76.8% to 23.2. And then even the Colorado game, Flames out played them according yep. to that model. And it was a 51.6 to a 48.4. I also just want to say we didn't have a power play in, in that game against New Jersey. I mean, uh, <laughs> the Devils went 0 for 4 on their chances. The penalty kill was great. I mean, like honestly no momentum ever really gained on uh, New Jersey's power plays. It just kind of felt like they were at a standstill all night. Um, and I thought there should have been a couple power plays for the flames, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, the refs seem to like to uh, not <laughs> these days. I don't know. They, they, they have always been bad, but this is a new level of horseshit. Yeah, I know. NHL officiating. Like, it's actually – like, they're holding the game back. Like, I don't know how anyone who's a hockey fan can look at the way that the league has been called this year and be like, oh, no, got to listen to the rules. You're just following the rule book. Like, it's like, no, they're not. They're holding the game back. Yeah. They are. Like, they're holding they an entire industry back. Yep. Um, and, like – Adding on to the Devils game, shots were 40 to 33. Again, like you said, we didn't have a power play. Shot attempts were 65 to 37 in our favor. Scoring chances were 33 to 14 in our favor. High dangers were 10 to 6 in our favor. 
Expected yeah. goals for 63.87, and Matthew Kachuk is an absolute god, and I love him. He is. Yeah, he had a really good game. He was driving play. Like, he, he, he was far and away the best player on the ice that game. Dude, Matthew Kachuk is an absolute menace. He is what makes that top line, you know, when they're together, how they've been together pretty much all year. But um, when they're together, he's the one who actually drives play. Everyone talks about Lindholm for the Selkie. Kachuk deserves that conversation, if not more so. Kachuk's the look at. He, he's the one that gets them going. Exactly. Like you take yep. a look at all the all the metrics. Kachuk is the one that drives play. Like, oh, my God, I love him so much. <laughs> John Gillies comes in relief after the fourth goal. Since when the hell is he an NHL goaltender? Remember when he started 12 games for us because Smith got hurt in, like, the 17-18? Yeah. yeah. Halfway oh. through the third, I actually stood up and went, when is John Gillies an NHL goaltender? And that, like – half of the dome just erupted with laughter around me it was it was one of the best feelings but like John Gillies was great when he came it was he he started 11 games for us in 17 18 not 12 I don't know why I thought about that but yeah no um just Gillies in general just to see him he's had the most starts in his like entire life this year rotate he had he had a start in St. Louis I was watching the uh the Oilers Devils game yesterday Mm-hmm. And Gilly's got to start in that game. They showed a, a stat. He's played for six different hockey teams this year. He's played in the EA, ECHL, the AHL, the St. Louis Blues, another AHL team, and the New Jersey Devils. All this year. I just like, I just like age, like 30 years. Look at the fucking <laughs> wrinkles. Like what? I know. Like no I saw- way. He played in the ECHL this year? Good lord! Yeah, I know that he had. <laughs> I know that he had a start in St. Louis, and then the Devils, you know, pick him up, and then the rest is history. He's played sixteen games for them. Yep. Like, I just want to say, like, wow! Like, imagine going into the season if you're the Devils, being like, "Yeah, our tandem is Blackwood and Bernier." You're like, "Okay, cool," and then now you, now you, you know. Fast forward a few months and your tandem is John Gillies and Nico Dawes. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's uh, it's slidden off the map. I mean, that's yeah, that's a little that's a little tough. Not gonna lie. Yeah, sure. I tried to get some John Gillies talk in there. I mean, he was supposed to be good here too. Like, I don't know if he ever like he wasn't ever supposed to be like elite, but there was like starting potential in John Gillies when he first came here and he just never put it together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So here's an interesting stat that um, one of my followers found, but I tweeted it. Calgary's four leading goal scorers. Lindholm at 31, Mange at 30, Chucky at 29, Johnny at 28. There we go. The four of them each have more goals scored respectively than the leading goal scorers on 15 teams league-wide. And those teams are Arizona, Buffalo, Columbus, Florida, LA, Montreal, New Jersey, 
New York Islanders, Ottawa, Philadelphia, San Jose, Seattle, St. Louis, Vancouver, and the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, the one team when I when I saw that you tweeted that and I like read it, I couldn't believe Florida was on there. I know. I was like, what? That New Jersey game, like Matthew Kachuk's my boy. Anyone who knows me knows that Matthew Kachuk's my favorite current flame. And that's yeah. saying something considering that I'm basically in love with the whole team. So I can't even like it's like picking children. Like it's 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 weird. Like it's like you're picking your favorite, like, yeah, like I just oh <laughs> except for Brett Ritchie, he's like the one that we put aside. You know what's funny though is like in a really weird way, like in a really weird way, I like him. Like he's so skilled in order to be that bad. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like I I'm okay with his role. And for like a lot of you are probably gonna get some hate for this, but you actually look at the charts. He hasn't been terrible in the limited minutes that he's had in terms of actually being on the ice. It's weird. Analytics models love the guy. Yeah, but the uh, the on ice production does not. Okay, did you see how happy the boys were though when he scored it? Oh, I know. Everybody like came over to him. Brett had the biggest smile on his face. I mean, like come yeah. on, man. Like you you can't. Uh, just like it is, it, it, it was a monkey off the back. I personally thought he wasn't going to get a point until the playoffs, so we even talked about it. But good to know that it happened. All right, should we move on to Buffalo? Kelly Arncroke made his Flames debut. Uh, your boy boy got absolutely robbed by Tokarski. I I just sat there like I literally. As soon as Tokarski made that save, I just had had a feeling that we were gonna blow that game somehow. Like, if that puck goes in, that is a whole different hockey game. I think the floodgates open. I think Tokarski folds. And I think the Flames win that game three or four nothing, maybe. Yeah. But instead, Tokarski decides that, yeah, okay, we're playing the Flames. I'm going to be an NHL-level goaltender tonight. And do we even want to talk about the Markstrom mistake? I mean, I mean, poor guy. Seriously, he stood on his head the whole game. So many games. And, like, it just it, – it, I, I kind of, like, I kind of – a part of me wanted him to get the start last night just so he could, like, mentally kind of redeem himself after that because I feel like that's been eating him alive the last 48 hours. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Vladar went in last night, whatever. But Marky played so well that game that it's, like, for it to finish off the way it did just off of misplay – it's probably going to make Steve's dang it's now on Sportsnet too. That's the problem. Oh, sauce. Um, yeah. Misplays of the month. But you – The way that that went though, like the way that game went, it had to end on something ridiculous like that, right? Like no team got had an inch all night. It was just back and forth, good goaltending, good defense. Nobody could get anything. The only way that game was ending was off some brutal mistake or something like that. Can I just say, I didn't know that Dr. Erskine came back from the dead. Dr. Erskine is the soldier that uh, helped Steve Rogers in the super soldier program for those Marvel fans out there like like me. Uh, yeah. Uh, since when did Dustin Tokarski inject himself with roids? Like it was straight up super soldier serum. This Pretty guy good. is about to fight Thanos. <laughs> like what? Like just... 
after that save on your boy boy, I'm going to only call him your boy boy from now on because that's his name. But yeah, ever since that save, I was like, yeah, this is going to be an interesting finish. Yep, exactly. And I mean, in hindsight, you didn't score a goal and you pick up a point in the standings. Forget the opponent. When you don't score a goal and you pick up a point, you run. You take that and you run. You get out. Yeah, for sure. Um, For sure. Yeah, I mean, we can look at the deserve to win a meter if you want. It favors the Flames, 53.6 to 46.4. My little – I mean, Buffalo came in and they were ready for us. I mean – after I thought they were going to fold, I even said to a lot of people, like, expect a blowout tonight. They just lost 6-1 in Edmonton the night before. Um, I thought the Flames were going to have an easy one, but Buffalo was ready for us. They were prepared. They did their homework, and they played a great hockey game against us. <laughs> and I just want to say, the New Jer- I don't know if it was the New Jersey game, but it was definitely in Colorado, and it was definitely against the Sabres. But the Coleman-Backland-Lewis line shocked. Yeah, they they split that up, please. Like, I I understood the rationale behind it for the first, like, five looks that we got out of it. I understood it for that Oilers game. And use it as your down line against McDavid and Dreisaitl. Um, But then, yeah, we rocked with it for a little too long, I think. And there was no production coming off that line. Mange, Bax, Coleman was a great line. That was Great. That was a really good line. Like, put them back together, please. Yeah, right? Um, Yeah, but, like, just, I don't know. I feel like just in general, the Buffalo game is one of those off nights, and the Flames haven't really had that many off nights this year. I would say this is probably – if you want to count the 7-1 against the Canucks as an off night, I personally don't because I look at it as – more from a luck perspective if I'm being honest and the way that we lost that game was very like it it was improbable like you don't the the events that happened that night they don't happen on a normal no yeah yeah um you take a look at the Buffalo game I I put it up there with maybe the Ottawa game when we lost like mid-January to the Senators yeah uh as like one of the actual games where this team got like just didn't like it just you know how sometimes when you're watching a game and you're like it's not in the cards tonight yep they don't have it yeah yeah that's, that's what that was for sure same with that montreal game a couple weeks back mm-hmm. like it's yeah. just it, like it's a subset of maybe four games all year that it's yeah. like they didn't really come out to play tonight but that's four Four out of an 82-game season. I want to bring up one thing. So, Guddy takes a stick to the face, needs stitches, and then he's in the dressing room for, like, 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. And uh, Daryl comes in and uh, roasts our medical staff. Daryl, that's what Daryl was most pissed about, was the fact that he could get sewn up faster. Yeah, like, what? Like, this guy comes in, he's like, I could have done it in five minutes. I saw horses and cows in 10. I was like, can we just like circle back on the ethics of sowing horses and cows, please? Like, can we just like, like, yeah. I mean, God, Daryl's. Oh, he's been like on the money with his quotes as of late. 
He has, yeah. Like he's he's in full like playoff format <laughs> with his like savagery. Like it's just it, he like zero fucks given zero. Yep. <laughs> um, um, talk about some of the missed calls in that Buffalo game. I mean, the Flames should have more than one power play. Um, definitely. Like I will that all day long. <laughs> Also, can I just say Rasmus Dahlin almost gave me a heart attack? Yeah. Yeah. Low into the corner. I was like, I was, I literally winced. I wince very, I don't wince a lot, but when I do, I'm genuinely scared. The only other time I've winced this season is when Shillington went into the boards the way he did against the Wild. Um, Right. But I guess just, I guess anticipating it, I was like, is that Dahlin? And Dalton comes in, like, almost kills our boy. And I was like, that could have went really bad. Yeah, really bad. Like, that could have went really wrong. That was yeah. that was awful. Like, please. Like, that – like, thank the Lord that was not anything worse than it was. Huh. And then managed in the corner, too. Like, what? Just read the definition of boarding and then watch the Manjapani hit. <laughs> It doesn't get more blatant than that. You know what's funny? The one game that I actually found, like, was, like, officiated, like, fine was, like, Dean Morton's last game. Yeah, it was. Like, that was it. Like, that's the oh, that's the last game in recent memory that I'm, like, watching, and I'm, like, this is – the officiating tonight is not bothering me, which is rare. Um, <laughs> like, just – I I don't know. I It's a joke. They're holding the league back. They are. If they don't think that it's an issue and that they should be fixing it, then that's it, it takes a lot out of the game and the enjoyment it, out of it. If I'm yep. being honest. It does. Vancouver game. Yep. That was the best period I've seen the Calgary Flames play all year. What a response period. Am I right? The After best that, period. You come out and you play a period like that. Oh my god. Just, oh, like. Vancouver was expecting to see a pretty deflated Flames team. A team that was going to, you know, kind of had their shoulders hanging, slumped over. We shouldn't have lost that game last night. That's not what they got. They came ready to play in Vancouver and absolutely took it to the Vancouver Canucks in that first period. Like four, like almost five minutes into the game. Yeah, boy, boy, with his first point as a Flame. Assisting Hannafin. What a nice pass, by the way. And I love the way Cal Yarncrook skates. A great job to get his feet moving. I was going to say, it's not like he stood there in his zone and tried to make a stretch pass. He got his legs moving, got in a gear, and then made a great pass over to the left side to Hannafin. Mm-hmm. And then Chucky scores from backs. I love how – let's talk about the line combos real quick. But, you know, they were – shifted last night and listening to Chucky's I guess pressure like post game he was basically saying like when the lines are changed like it doesn't phase them they don't care and those were his words he was saying that has nothing to do with how we play and you know as fans we sit here and we're like oh my god why is he on the second line oh my god Oh my God, he's moving down the lineup, Daryl. What are you doing, Daryl? Right, and then it's like, 
just over bloated like bs pretty much from us because we overreact to everything because why not yeah. um and to get that perspective from matthew like from like a player's perspective like yeah don't we don't care like we we go into win doesn't matter who we're playing with right yeah. um i just want to say Gaudreau lindholm to foley if god forbid any injuries arise and we need to use to foley on the top line with johnny and lindy munch do it yeah munch that was even the look he opened up so many good opportunities for backland and dubay and that goal that they scored in the first period or chucky scored in the first that was off some great play driving and cycling that that line had going it's like people people forgot just how money 19 and 11 have been together for like the majority of matthew kachuk's career since he's came into the league um can we talk about asmus anderson shot bar down later can i just say after he scored that he like goes makes direct eye contact with like the fans like row one to three and then just Like he's like he's like yeah like I like I have like Erasmus Anderson is an absolute savage and he's having the most underrated season, I think he's been absolutely money this year, especially and, after one of the worst um, analytical skaters in the NHL last season. The improvements that he's made this year and he's really found his game again. I mean, it's done wonders for this team. Like, I'd like to thank Jeff Ward for ruining the guy for four months. Yeah, right? Brutal. Just, my God. Like, there's not even a comparison between Raz this year and Raz last year. It's, like, a completely different individual. It is. Um, It's just, wow. And then Luch took a puck to the head and then came back. Yeah. Buddy, like, in warm-up, like, I'm sorry. If I took a puck to the head... Like I'm in the ER eating ice cream with a shovel. Like that's that's what happens if I like I'm gonna be asking the nurse, hey, could I get one of those freezies, please? Could I get two? Because yeah. I'm depressed and I'm in pain. And Luke <laughs> comes in, goes no bucket, like every warm-up, takes a puck to the head. He's like, ow. And then like comes back 20 minutes later, like, nah, bro, we good. And then I saw David Amber on Twitter and he even stated it on Hockey Central. I think it was him and Elliot Friedman on the panel, they were like, yeah, I feel bad for the puck that hit Luch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would too. I mean, that guy's beast. That is a pure man right there. Literally, just like, just a god among men. Like, how do yeah. you even, like, I'm sorry, I wouldn't be able to function <laughs> at all. Like, that would not be ideal for me. Anyways, so I guess we'll get back into it. So the Hannafin goal from Yarncroak, that was his first Point as a Calgary Flame. Uh, Chucky then scores from Backland. Raz with the snipe. Then Lindy from Tolf. Can I just say, the start of the second for the Canucks was excellent for them, considering that they hemmed us in our own zone for like four minutes. Yeah, I know. I thought I saw that second period and I was like, oh shit, like we're going to be in for a hockey game here. And then as soon as we get the puck out of the zone, off the rush, Lindy snipes one low blocker on Demko. And I just, I sat back and I kind of giggled a little bit because we did not deserve a goal there at all. The Canucks did, and it went our way. It, it, just what a pass from Toe, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. He comes in, makes a nice hit along the boards, 
Toe falls, makes a nice pass to Lindy. Lindy scores his 31st of the year, absolute snipe, and then turns around and he's going like this. Yeah, <laughs> he's loving it. Like, I give 13, 28, and 19, like, lifetime contracts as Padres <laughs> players, please. Like, I want to see this man smile every time he scores. We've seen it 31 times this year. All I'm saying there are certain individuals on this team that when they score, I get so absolutely juiced just because of their own joy out yeah. of cutting one. And that's Lindy and Tove. Oh yeah. Like just, Oh man, just what a, what a God among men. I still want you to drop your hair and skin routine. Lindy, you could be <laughs> so many boys in YYC. It's not even funny. Um, anyway. And then Gaudreau scores on power play and Pretty much the rest is history. Matthew could check yeah. a three-point game. <laughs> Did that not look like a defeated, defeated penalty kill? Like we were just allowed to pass the puck wherever the hell we wanted in the offensive zone. There was no challenge. There was no pressure on the puck. And Johnny, who had all the time in the world, picked his spot. He doesn't miss those. Hundred percent. And I mean, like. Just overall game log shots were 44 to 25. Both power plays went one for two. Uh, shot attempts 64 to 43 in favor of the Flames. Scoring chances 35 to 16. High dangers were 16 to six. Expected goals for 71.35. And wow. Rathus Anderson had the highest game score. Yeah, with what? The five? Yeah, 5.46. Wow, holy. Like just the, guy, the guy was buzzing. My boy Kachuk, three primaries, four high dangers, 84.06 expected goals for five on five. Wow. Like, just. What a beast. I love how Kachuk comes in and does that. Uh, just like against the Vancouver Canucks. And then you totally remember how they picked Ole Ulevi. Right, just, just right before, like I'm sorry that I keep adding salt to the wound, but like you, you guys did it to yourselves. Unreal. Just I, this team is an absolute wagon, and Callie Arncroke, I we've seen two games out of him. Wow, I really like the way he plays. Definitely. Wow, like I love the way he skates, dude. Yep, me too. I was saying that last. Plan the parade. Let's go. Yeah, we got to have another good week coming up here. Um, can't take our foot off the gas now. Got to keep going. True. We've got a pretty, like, interesting next few games. San Jose, Arizona, and then Edmonton. So back-to-back -back, uh, at home. Arizona yeah. on Friday, Edmonton on Saturday. And it's a little nice little home, home stand here. Uh, before we go on the Cali road trip to start off april but just yeah no we're six game homestead coming up and uh gotta win these next three for sure these next three for sure please yeah. i'm very excited for colorado on the 29th though me too i'm gonna be at that game hell yeah hell yeah pretty good week i mean we acquired yarn crock got what five points we'll take that I'll take it. I mean, anytime you pick up a point when you don't score again, I don't like, I don't put much emphasis into the opponent, but anytime that you don't score and you pick up a point, you take that shit and you buck it. You're like, out of there. Like you, you Bolt, whatever is inside your inner Barry Allen and you just, 
you just you just send it yeah Alrighty, if you guys like our content consider liking subscribing because you know we could really afford it and uh see geek if you use the code c of t yes we did rebrand for those of you who have noticed we're now into the flames but yeah we have not changed our SeatGeek sponsorship. So our SeatGeek sponsorship is still C of T, paying homage to the original name, you know, the name that put me in therapy when Jeff Ward was our head coach. If you use that promo code, you get $20 off your first purchase on pretty much anything, concerts, live sporting events. Maybe you want to watch the Flames. I, I don't know what I'm saying. Maybe you want to watch the best team in the league. Like, that's all, that's all I'm saying. But, yeah, so – Use promo code CFT, get $20 off your first purchase. Like, comment, subscribe, and thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody.